What's up, everybody? And thank you for tuning in to the She Talk podcast. This is a special series that I'm calling my Miss Make It Happen series. In this series, you'll experience in-depth conversations with women who have made it happen by any means necessary. I'll be talking to women who've overcome every obstacle that you guys can imagine. Yes, survivors, guys. Survivors of rape, homelessness, poverty, domestic violence, cancer, teenage pregnancy, and get this, even middle school and high school dropouts. They're not just surviving, they're thriving in the world of business. These women have given a whole new meaning to what it calls to overcome adversity, becoming CEOs and leaders in the world of business. These women are sharing their personal stories on the She Talk podcast. That's right, guys. They're sharing their personal stories on my podcast, and I'm so honored. They're what I like to call my true definition of a I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T woman. The Miss Make It Happen, honey. You know what they say. Sometimes in tragedy, we find life's purpose. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss this series, guys. All right, Reggie, we're going to stick to the plan and we're going to log on one. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, let's go. And one. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Reggie Smith Hansen, the CEO of the She Empowerment Group, as well as the She Management Group and creator of this here She Talk podcast, where we have these real straight up convos with our everyday sheroes in our very own community. Thank you so much for subscribing to this podcast. It really does mean the world to me that you guys are listening and joining in. So come on in. Let's gather together, people. You know how we do it. Get your drinks all poured up in your cup. I'm pouring coffee today in mine because I had a little rough night last night and I went to bed late. So I'm going to get some coffee in mine. And you she-rose and heroes can pour whatever you like in your very own cup. I'm not condoning. I'm just saying. And hey, you know, today is Friday, payday. So you know how we like to do it. Um, so welcome, welcome, welcome. On this episode, another episode of the She Talk podcast, I have a very, very special guest uh, by the name of Brittany Bettini. Did I say your name right or did I butcher it, Brittany? It, it's okay. It's Bettini. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's Brittany okay. Bettini. How yes, are you, sis? I am doing well. I am so excited to be here talking with you today. Um, so thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I invited Brittany on the podcast and we originally was going to talk about credit because she is a credit guru, uh, a credit genius and have been for a very long time. But we're going to turn it around and do something different. And I'm going to call this uh, our Shiro, like welcome to our Wonder Woman Shiro, where (laughs) Brittany is doing all sorts of things in the entrepreneurial aspect with getting her businesses uh, all geared up and ready to go. And there's really no excuses for women today. We're handling business. We're doing our own transactions. We're not taking a backseat to anything. So I'm gonna give Brittany uh, the floor and let her explain to you about who she is and what she does. Well, thank you so much. So like you said, my name is Brittany Bettini. Um, I consider myself a serial entrepreneur Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I am constantly thinking of some new thing that I can do to generate income for my family. Um, I took over my family's janitorial company about four years ago, fresh out of a serious domestic violence situation. And so that really is what got my feet wet in the entrepreneurial world. I kind of fell in love with being my own boss and doing my own thing. And then um, I met my current husband and, um, you know, I wanted to find a way to retire him from corporate America. He had the same old, you know, things that we all hate about it. Um, You know, just not being able to have any time freedom and financial freedom, that glass ceiling that we can never seem to break through or, you know, 
we get paid what we deserve. And then on top of that, he um, had been diagnosed with psoriatic arthritis. So the job he was doing was really difficult on him physically. And so um, I wanted to figure out ways to generate more income for my family so that I could continue to take care of my parents and then also um, retire him from corporate America. So that's how I really started the Batini Financial, which is my financial literacy and credit company. Um, I have a Toro business where I um, purchase vehicles and then rent them. I have a book coming out um, November 1st where I'm teaching um, clients how to, um, you know, build business credit for their businesses so they can learn how to buy vehicles on their EIN and um, get funding for their dreams so that they can get into the entrepreneurial world. Um, Just anything that I can do to help educate people on what is available to them. Because I think the one thing that's holding everyone back is, you know, we're taught to go to college, go to college, um, get a degree, and then we get the degree and we don't even go into the field that we studied or we can't find a job or we don't get paid enough to even pay the student loans that we had to get to get the degree. An entrepreneurial world is just so freeing because you can really make as much money as you want, depending on, you know, how hard you want to work. And so that's really my passion is entrepreneurship is, is what really has changed my life. Okay. I agree. I agree with you 100%. Like, um, you are a champion, uh, entrepreneur champion in the world of financial literacy, you know, helping people live their best lives. Um, you're doing it. You've been doing it. And that's what I love about it. You understand? I Welcome, Shiro. I, I really, Thank you. I really welcome you to this podcast because not only uh, do we go to college and get the degrees and don't even work in the fields, but people nowadays have, I, I don't think it was an issue with finding the right type of job in the entrepreneurial spirit or finding the right type of sector to get into. I think it was a lack of information, the how-tos, you know what right. I'm saying? And in today's world, we don't like to share information. I don't know why, but we don't like to share the information. So I applaud you on making that book and getting not only just women, but people geared up and taking them through the step by step by step to how to how to get this information, how to access it, how to live their best lives as well. Absolutely, my my business coach um, taught me in the very beginning: give it all away. Give you know, it all away. That's give right. It, give them all the information that you you know, and then they're the people that you're you are going to be your clients. They don't. They want to pay you to help them do it. Um, You can give them all the information that they need, but the, the real people that, you know, are going to actually use that are going to want you to hold them their hand along the way. And so you will, you'll have higher ticket clients and you'll have um, a better revenue stream. The more that you give that information away and create, uh, you know, yourself as an authority in your field and, you know, that you're bringing value people, don't trust other people anymore. And if you can show them that you bring value and that you know what you're talking about by giving them the information for free, they will pay you for your help doing what you're talking about. That's right. I just want to say how very blissful and blessed I am to have you on my podcast. Seriously. And and speaking about a, a topic that's very major and very necessary in our community, not only the uh, African-American community, not only the Shiro community, I'm talking about everybody needs this because as a people, we all need to come together now. The time is now. There's no uh, choosing a race or or choosing a side or anything like that. We're all people. When you cut us open, we all bleed the same color and we need to get together as one. That's Absolutely. the only thing that's gonna gonna break and gonna, that's the only thing that's, that's gonna introduce change. Well, we're, so, we're seeing a huge shift right now in in African-American people wanting to be entrepreneurs Entrepreneurs, and seeing it. And there are people who are like really trying to take advantage of that and and charging these outrageous prices for the the information that they could find on YouTube or Google if they really did the research. And, and so, you know, I, you and I spoke about that. I have a huge soft spot for, um, 
you know, black entrepreneurs, because my dad, I, I mean, my stepfather is a, is a black entrepreneur and right. I've watched him struggle with not having the information readily available to him, um, that, you know, I had re readily available to me or the opportunities readily available to him. And so anything that I can do to support, um, those communities and getting that information and being able to do things legitimately so that they are able to get the funding and able to get the things that, you know, a lot of other communities are, are taught this when they're growing up We're you know, so, um, it's definitely something that I'm very passionate about. Yeah, I understand. And I, and I, uh, applaud you for doing that because like I say, it was, it was, lack of access to information in the African-American communities. Absolutely. I don't think it was a problem with us uh, knowing how to make the money. Oh, well, no. Not really knowing how to make the money, but getting access to the information that we have these systems in place that we don't have to use our money. We can use OPM, other people's money, Absolutely. to be that vehicle to open many doors so we can become successful entrepreneurs. It was just that middle piece, the lack yes. of access to information. But and, thank you so much. We have you that you're closing the gap. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. In no, your, in your no, thought, but go fine. ahead. Um, the thing is, is, you know, every single black entrepreneur that I know mm -hmm. is so incredibly gifted. Yeah. I mean, beyond measure, right? As, and sometimes as, we don't even know our own light we can't even the see our own intelligence the strength yeah. the and you know people have often been like well you know that i actually see this it's because they are so good at everything yeah um seriously and we just, are and and it's like the like magic britney has been held <laughs> like from, magic. It, it is and, and it's like that information has been held but when you see that light bulb go off for a black entrepreneur, there's no stopping them. No, and if I not. can be the kind of person that, you know, prejudice and, and everything does not stop me from helping other people, even if they're going to be better than me at something or work harder than, if you can outwork me, I want to be in your space. So That's I right. want to give you that information so that, you know, we can go to the top together. And I think that um, a lot of people are intimidated by that and don't want to give that information away, but I just love to see it, man. I just love to see that light bulb go off and a female entrepreneur mm -hmm. or a black entrepreneur just really excel in their field. And it just, it brings like me cold chills. Yeah. You and I had a conversation uh, a few weeks ago, uh, you know, about the business credit and, and what mm -hmm. it entails and things of that nature. And um, you, you was just so honest, just so real, just giving the information away. And we kind of discussed like, I know that I'm busy. I have all these different things going on, trying to quit my nine to five and dive into the entrepreneurial world with my podcast, with, you know, the Turo, yeah. with the, with the Airbnb. And like, uh, now I just got a, I got a new idea that I'm trying to get into uh, the, the cleaning business yeah. and to employ more people in my family so I can have that financial freedom and be with my children. Cause it's hard leaving your family 12 hours yeah. a day, every single day, going to these hospitals and, caring for these people. And meanwhile, I got my family back at home looking for me to care. It's, it's very yeah. difficult, very, yeah. very difficult. And, you know, I, I'm aware that there is a financial uh, uh, hit um, and it can hit anyone, not regardless of their race or income level. However, in the black and brown communities, it happens more often than not. You have that experience. You have seen both sides of the gate. Mm -hmm. So in your experience as a financial expert, having clients of all backgrounds, what would you say that's, uh, that's driving the disparities in the black and brown community versus other communities? Because, you know, you're, you're successful. You're on news stations. You know, you're huge. You, you, you've started from the ground up. Thank you. You've had some adversities that you've overcome, domestic violence, uh, financial aspects. So, you know, you're in there. You're in yeah. the pot with us. Tell us what's going on. What are we missing? You know, a lot of what I see in all different walks of life is medical debt. Um, it, it, it's crushing people and it, it's following them for seven to 10 years. And they're not able to do the things in their lives that they are fully capable of doing because 
their medical debt is keeping them from being able to get approved for even a place to live. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if, if it also, it's like a, I had this conversation not that long ago, but it's, it's that, that same talk about, you know, I can't get a car because I don't have a reliable job, oh. um, that, you know, and I can't get to the job. I can't get the reliable job because I don't have a car and I can't yeah. get daycare because I don't have a job and I don't have a car. And it's like, how do we fix these things so that the, the flow of, income and opportunity comes back to this person. And I really think that medical debt and, and um, is a huge factor in that so many people don't have insurance or they, mm-hmm. they have had to go to the emergency room or it, some, their children have gotten sick or so many different aspects. And medical debt is the, the number one thing that I see that's holding people back. And then when it comes down to them trying to build business credit or them trying to get a space for their business or, a credit card processor, anything, that anything, yeah. need, you know, or yeah. anything in their personal life, medical debt keeps them from being able to do that. Um, because, and they say that they don't hold medical debt against you when you're trying to purchase a home. Well, no, right. they can't, they can't <laughs> hold that against you, but that medical collection that's on your report makes your score drop 50 points mm-hmm. and they do hold your score against you. So it does affect your ability to live a, a prosperous life with medical debt on there. And I think that that is one of the, the number one things almost every single client that I talk to has some type of medical debt on their credit report that is holding them back from the potential that they, you know, could possibly have. And other countries don't have that issue. Right. Other countries that offer their, their citizens free health care, free, free health care. They're, you know, they're, able to do things that a lot of our citizens are not because of their health. And I'm sorry, but if I, if I got sick and then couldn't pay my medical debt, my entire life would go down the drain because I got sick. That doesn't yeah. seem fair to me. Very and so that's what I'm, right? I'm, I'm very, um, very passionate about the medical debt crisis in our, in our country, which I think is a huge factor in um, holding people back. And especially in um, minority communities, a Mm -hmm. lot of people do not have access to health insurance. And a lot of times maybe their children are covered on health insurance, but they are not. And, you know, you see people dying or not having their medications or going into debt because they're sick and they can't help being sick. People can't help being sick. Yeah, I I get that. I do understand that. I mean, as you know, we shared a little bit. I got into the credit world with, uh, you know, trying to be a credit specialist, repairing people's credit. And um, the one thing that I will say, medical bills was huge. They don't know how to get it off. It's an insurance type of loophole. And once you get into that, it's very, very difficult to get those medical bills off and have your credit clean again from those all those medical bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just say this. In the world of finances, from all aspects, Brittany, such as income, loans, taxes, stocks, credit cards, and you know even insurance, would you say that minorities have a financial um, are, are financially equal in, in that aspect? No. And if you, I mean, there's tons of studies that have been done. Um, minority communities are least little least likely to have um, life insurance so Mm -hmm. that if, if say a grandmother passes away, um, there's, you know, less inheritance that's been handed down. Um, Credit card debt. Yes. So many clients that I speak to from minority communities, they, they don't even know how interest rates work or, you know, and it's not because they couldn't figure it out or it's just because they're, don't have the information. It's like it's, it's, they don't have the information and it's like they're preyed on. It, yeah. You know, like here. And I guess we're all preyed on because I know when I, I turned 18 and went to college, I was handed a bunch of credit cards and told, yo, have a good time have in a college. Good time. Yeah. Or, you know, we're handed $150,000 worth of student loan debt, but um, they won't give us $150,000 to start our own business. Right. And Right. I it's, agree it's with just, you. There's so many things that, um, and I'm happy to say that there's a shift. There is a definitely a shift going on right now where. But you know why it's a shift, Brittany? It's a shift because we have access to that information. More people like yourself are Mm -hmm. just 
absorbing the information and just blasting it out to us like yeah. you on your on your youtube on your your different uh facebook groups and stuff that you have we're giving yeah. we got access to that information and before it was like some kind of hidden secrecy i know credit wasn't talked about when i was growing up nobody really taught me about credit like what like like you said i i turned 18 i qualified for a credit card and i was told okay, this is what you do. Just go and buy it up. You can have this credit. Yeah. But I was never told on how to pay it. Like use yeah. the credit, wait thirteen, wait 12 to 13 days and pay it straight off. Nobody yep. told me that would boost my credit. So here I am after using all those credit cards, found, my, found myself in a credit card dump, dumpster. You know what I mean? That I couldn't get out of. It was like a black hole. Yeah. It, it, it's it's really it's really sad and and one of the main reasons why the information is so readily ava available now is social media has changed the world yes. and now that people can see other people getting rich and living their best life mm -hmm. by doing things like investing in the stock market you know and now we have we have apps that we can buy stocks on back in the day the only people that could buy stocks are people that had a stockbroker that's right. Now you can you can go on Robinhood and you know buy a hundred thousand dollars worth of your favorite stock today from your Robin cell phone. Robinhood, Acorn. So, yeah, There's so, so many ways. And, and it's so funny because th this is only going to get bigger, and this is only going to get you know better as we go. The only thing that people need to be leery of is the misinformation that's out there. Right. There are a lot of people who are quote unquote experts or gurus that, you know, they don't really have the right information or they're telling people to do things that could end them up in jail or, you know, being sued. So I, I just, I warn people, everyone that I talk to, even if I tell every single client, even if you don't decide to go with me, say you find someone cheaper or a friend or someone that you know better than me, or you trust more than me, just make sure you do your research, make That's sure right. that you check on them and what kind of business they're running because it is when you're giving someone your access to your social security number access to your credit reports those are things that are going to follow you around for the rest of your life that's your permanent record as a citizen you want to make sure right you, you want to make sure any information that you're giving to someone that's somebody that you can trust implicitly um and so yeah i mean the the information is out there people can get it they just need to make sure that the information that they're getting is is true and right and do some, you know, backup research because there's some scammers out there that are really taking advantage of people. You're right, Brittany. Uh, let me ask you this. Okay. With you being a financial uh, expert, I'm going to say, because uh, you've been there, started from the bottom and, and, you know, now you're up to the top. I mean, you are. It's just what it is. What components of financial literacy are substantially devastating that impact most people, not just the uh, minorities, but most people in general? So it's, it's a misuse of credit. Um, okay. You know, it's, it's, it takes a lot of self-discipline and control. Yes. To have those funds available to you and not to go out and and use them for the things that you want or the things that you see that other people have that you are yearning for that type of lifestyle if you have it available to you. So yes. what I always tell my clients or I have to tell myself and I've had to lock my credit cards up in my safe. <laughs> to keep you myself do. from from making bad financial decisions because I'm I'm just like you or anybody else. I have the tendency whenever I don't feel good about myself or I'm having a bad day, oh, I need to buy something or I need to go self-care, get my nails done, you know, go on a shopping. Well, that's that's human nature. I mean, right. you right. know, that's human nature. No money or anything can take that component away. You have no, to have the self-discipline. And absolutely. you have to teach yourself the self-discipline because nobody was born, you know, with it. We were right. all born like, you know, when, when we come from our mothers, we cry, we get what we want. Right. So that's the mentality that we have. You have to actually teach yourself self-discipline. It's like health. It's like, uh, you know, wealth. If you're trying to obtain and get to this certain uh, level of health in your life, then you have to discipline yourself. Nobody can do that for you. Absolutely. That's something that you have to learn on your own. 
But what we can control, uh, like seeing people on the internet, like you says, buying these Gucci's and uh, um, Valentino's and all this different stuff, taking two, three, four thousand dollars, buying one pair of shoes or or a handbag, we can use that money. So some things I, I'm going to try to twist it around here because some things it is on us, Brittany. I, I have to say that it is on us. We rather pick these things that we want versus using it to invest in ourselves Absolutely. and build ourselves for longevity and, and wealth. And, and that's what I, I'm doing right now. It's the money that I would love to go spend on stuff for me or my kids or whatever. I am investing in, in other business areas to create passive income and income, you know, from liability. So if you can take yeah. a liability and like make a it car, an asset. Yes. And turn it and turn it into a business. I mean, just think, I mean, my car, which had an $800 a month car payment is now making me over $3,000 a month. It is, it is a business. I yeah. turned an, a liability into a business that is now paying me in order to own it. So not only do you have it as an asset and in your portfolio of something that you own, that you could leverage you now, it is now generating income and increasing the value of my company. And See? so, you know, those are the types of things. Like if you can take money that you would normally get, say for instance, a, a tax refund or a bonus or anything like that, that you would normally go out and buy yourself a new TV or a new pair of designer shoes or whatever, and take that money and invest it in something that's going to continue to pay you over time. So starting an Etsy store that, you know, you don't even have to manage. You you create some type of digital something, um, courses, digital downloads, mm -hmm. um, and, and you push that out there where people can shop while you're sleeping. That's you're, right. You're that's the name of the game. That's how you get in your head. And, um, you know, or investing it in the stock market and, you know, finding things that you can buy on the dip and sell on the, the high. And there's, there's so many different ways to generate income and there, you know, that's all the information that people should be looking for right now. Sure. How can I turn this little tiny bit of money that I have that I is, is access to me? You know, it's not something that I have to use to pay a bill today. I don't recommend taking, you know, your rent money and investing it in the stock market, but I do recommend taking, you know, an extra $20 a week or, or $50 a month or whatever you can afford and finding mm -hmm. some way to generate some passive income. Because if we didn't learn anything during this pandemic, it's, it's that we are replaceable or expendable yes. to these large corporations. Yes. And companies. Yes. And Come on, sis. Speak we that are again. Not can you just say that again? Because I don't think they heard it, Brittany. Say that if, again. If we if we have learned anything during the pandemic, is that we are expendable to these large corporations. And they continue to make money. They made more money during the pandemic than, than they ever have before by learning yes. how to automate their businesses and get rid of us. So That's if right. you can find a way to automate your income where you're allowed to be in Bora Bora or on a yacht while your phone ding, 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 dings deposits. Why would you not try to figure that out and do it? Now, I'm not saying for anybody, this is something that's going to happen overnight, or this is something that, you know, is easy. It takes but time, it, but it's worth you it. it. Once you get it, it there's absolutely no going back. No I mean, going you, back. there ain't a person on this earth that can tell me what to do right now. Uh, no, speak no that again. <laughs> oh, um, because I, I make my own rules. I make my own money. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I take care of my family. My children get to see me do these amazing things and be a boss. And, and there is no bigger high for me than being able to, to live my life on my terms and, and still be able to provide for my family. And it's, it is just a drive to continue to grow it so that my children's children's children will one day because, be like, yeah. you know, Great grandma Brittany did her thing. <laughs> and now we are able to, you know, go to Harvard or whatever they want to do. You know what I call it? Living life in alignment with what was already created for you. I have developed this kind of system that I do. I'm not 
there yet. I'm not where I want to be, but I, I'm damn sure not where I started from. I can tell oh, you that. That's and right. like I say, I have been through traumas in my life, seriously, traumas in my life, having lack of information, lack of access to information, uh, being involved with, with marriages that didn't work out, just a lot of different things, trying to prepare my kids and not even having the time to invest in myself. But you have to make the time, just like with weight loss. I have yeah. overcome obesity. It's just like you have to make the time. If you don't have time for yourself, then who will? And Absolutely. I try to live my life with moving the things that I know, okay, this is a need. I have to get to that. This is a want. I can put that later. But my basics. But I have to do that with getting myself together. I start out with, you know, my day with positive affirmations, you mm -hmm. know, pouring back into myself, exercising. You have to plan that. You have to think, you have to plan, you have to execute. And remember, all that is seeking you, all that you are seeking is seeking you. But you yeah. have to make time for that. And all and that is the proper mindset. Like, if you wasn't in this space, if your mind wasn't in the right space, you wouldn't be flourishing in your businesses. You have to get yourself in the proper mindset. And that's one right. thing that I want to speak to to our sheroes about. You can't just, like she says, this takes time. You can't just, okay, forget it. I got a thousand dollars. I'm going to go invest. No, you have to gear your mind and put your mind in this proper invested uh, uh, entrepreneurial mindset. And that happens with taking care of yourself first. Absolutely. And, and, and what I tell a lot of people is this. There is something my husband taught me a long time ago because I used to get really frustrated that people who worked for me didn't think like me. Like mm -hmm. they, they weren't invested in, in, you know, like I am. And I would say, mm -hmm. he would say, there are people who are piano players and there are people who are piano carriers. And so you have to figure out who is who. And so a lot of people need to get real with themselves um, because a lot of people will start a business or, you know, do their little side hustle and then give up every other week and then go months without consistency. Oh, say that again, sis. You know, we will consistently get up and go to and some go to job. work. To and work and make somebody else rich. <laughs> and, and and go every single day, rain yeah. or shine, sick kids or not, and, and, and work for somebody else. But we yeah. are not invested enough to hire ourselves and work for ourselves like we would for somebody else. And I've never understood that. I work 10 times harder for me than I ever would for somebody else. I'm not a great employee unless you're offering me some type of huge incentive or bonus or some type of. Um, you know, competition. I'm very competitive. So that always helped. But mm -hmm. I just I, I'm in competition with myself. And I want to work 10 times as hard for me as I would for somebody else. And so there are people that are not born to be entrepreneurs. Um, I definitely think that every single person should have multiple streams of income and, and little side things. But it takes a very special person to cry themselves to sleep because they had a real bad business day or stuff hit the fan and then be able to wake up the next morning and go at it again. So yeah. one thing that I try to, to do with my social media and be really real with people is it's not for every single person, this lifestyle. Um, it is very rewarding and it is very wonderful, but there are days when I really question whether or not I'm going to get up and do this again the next day or whether it would be easier for me to call up, you know, some boss and, and be like, hey, I'm, I'm coming back or something like that. Yeah. So people have to be really invested in themselves and very much a self-starter um, in order to be an entrepreneur and, and to do it well. Um, I, and, and that is it, it is the hardest part is being self-disciplined enough mindset. to it is to, it, to do it. It's proper mindset, Brittany. Yeah. You can slice it. You can say it, but you can't get away from having the proper mindset. You have to take care of yourself first. It's just like with weight loss. People yep. start so many diets, start this, start that. Oh, I'm starting on Monday. I'm starting on this. I'm starting on that. They lack consistency and they don't believe in themselves. You have to gear your mind up to have the proper mindset. You have I wish to manifest. that I was invested in weight loss as I am in business. Because, girl, I would be out here. I'd have a whole side business on OnlyFans. 
Well, you know what, Brittany? That's another Girl, conversation. Thick, okay? Thick. And I need to, I need to, you're exactly right. I need to focus on that as much as I focus on my businesses. And I it's about balance. Good. Seriously, it is. And I had to teach myself that. It's about balance. You look at it. A lot of people, I don't believe that people can't be CEOs of their life because women have children, you know, they're single fathers yep. and you're, you're managing, you're balancing that. Every, every child is not the same. Yep. So you're managing like that. You're balancing that. You, you have don't listen. Yes. And you're dealing with this child. You deal with this one special. You deal with this one in a special way. You deal with this one in a special way. All you're doing is flipping that over to the business sector so now when you get your businesses and you get, you know, the people that you're going to employ, every person is going to have a different personality and along with your businesses. Okay. You're going to deal with this business like that. You have to gear yourself up and you have to get the proper mindset. You have to get balanced. You have to get control. You have to meditate, say these positive affirmations. I believe that that truly works. You have to visualize. I'm a visual person. So I envision all these things that's happening. And then I, think, plan, and execute. Yep. And sometimes, you know, it, it takes us a little bit longer than others, uh, people in the in the minority world, because of how we were conditioned, how we came. I mean, yeah, I'm just going to be honest. We, we were slaves, so we wasn't taught this get up and go mentality. We was always taught to work for somebody else. So that yes. plays. Since in the it. beginning break of that history. Down. Yes. So we have to break that component down. We have to get out of that mindset and reintroduce another mindset. And sometimes it takes, you know, us a little bit longer than others. Some some of us, you know, people in the minority community, we get it together and we get it just right, right on target like that. But it's how we've been conditioned. It really is. It goes back to mindset. Yeah. Absolutely. Mindset is huge. It's that second part that you mentioned that really throws people a curveball. It's that getting up and doing the work part that uh, I yeah. find a lot of people, you know, talk a lot about getting motivated and getting their mind right and they're going to do this and going to do that. But then when it comes time to, like you said, jump on that treadmill or, you know, do the actual work that it takes, it's where they just stop. That's um, where the so self-discipline comes in. Yeah. Once they can get that mind right and the discipline to actually do the work. I mean, there are days when I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do any, I don't want to get up and like do anything because I am a human being, you know? Yeah. Um, but I do it anyway. Like it, I have these non-negotiable goals and I am not going to give up on myself and I have to get the work done. And, you know, sometimes my husband is like, you need to rest. You need to do this. And I'm like, I will rest. When this thing I said I was going to do is done, whether mm -hmm. that takes me all night and 10 cups of coffee or, you know, I can get it done in 15 minutes and, you know, do my the things I want to do. But I have to finish what I started and I have yeah. people who are depending on me and I have little little eyes that are watching me. And th the whole reason I got out of that situation with, you know, my domestic violence and and even started doing what I'm doing right now was because of them. You know, we were sitting in a food bank parking lot, Ooh. you know, tears streaming down my face, watching them. They thought we went grocery shopping and they got some stuffed animals from this nice lady. And I have the See? stuffed animal. I made my daughter bring it to me the other day. These little Mickey Mouse stuffed animals um, that the lady at the food bank gave the kids because we got to go walk through the food bank with our, our little shopping cart. Filled it. They filled it up. They brawled it out, put it in my trunk. And I sat there in that parking lot, bawling my eyes out. And I was like, this wow. ain't it. There's nothing wrong with it, but this ain't, this ain't what I am intended to do. This yeah. is not the life that, that I want for yes. me. I want to be able to, you know, get online and order groceries and not look at prices. And I, instead of Mickey Mouse stuffed animals from the food bank, I want to take my kids on a random morning to Disney World on a flight. Yeah, that's live what I envision for my that's life. That's what you want to do. Live comfortably. And that's a lot of us. We want to do that. But let me ask you this, Brittany. How long was it? Because I don't think people are getting it. It really doesn't take that long for you to, to get yourself in gear and realize that this is not what I want for myself. This is the life that I want and go after it. You'll do it if you were working for these big corporations or if you were working yeah. for, uh, I'm not going to name names because, you know, we, we're on the air. But if yeah. you, you know what I'm saying, you can get on, yeah. like you say, get online and order what you want to and have it delivered. You, yeah. I see people going so hard, doing over, over time, like, 
double overtime to work for them and make them happy while they're sitting back on the yacht. And people don't realize all it takes is consistent mindset properly to get yourself right. Like you, you had a why. You got your mind right, right? From your I mean, mindset, you yeah. executed the plan. I feel From like there's that an epiphany time, moment. There, there's a moment in a, a, a really successful person's life yeah. where they are at the ground zero place just the rock bottom and they look around and they have an epiphany of this is not it that's your um, why i mean that's right that's there to me that's your why yeah absolutely that's your why and then it took me six months to a year to i, I mean I, I started really focusing on i you know i was working extra side jobs i was um doing anything and everything that i could to build more income so that I could right. support my kids by myself. I had absolutely no help coming from that party from before. And, um, you know, I had to make some, some sacrifices of living in a much smaller place than I was used to living. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had to really focus on building credit and fixing my credit. I had tons of medical debt from ER visits and, and things. I had charged off credit cards. I had late payments and a repossession that where I'd bought him a car and it went back. And so there, there was a year of rebuilding my life. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, being, I had obviously some opportunities that a lot of people probably don't have. I had a family company, which I got a salary. So it's, I, anyone can get a job and have a salary. But I yes. got to see the vision of being an entrepreneur while working for my family's company before I really took over. And and that helped me decide, well, this is the type of lifestyle that I want. I need to start my own company. And then it took me a year to build my company to the point where I could retire my husband and live the kind of lifestyle that I like living. Um, you know, and then I really focused on PR, like what we're doing right now. This yes. type of thing, getting, yes. um, becoming, I always wanted to be a writer growing up. I said, I'm going to write something. Um, my dream when I was very young was to go live in New York city and work for Cosmo magazine and, and live like the girls in, uh, sex in the city. Yeah. And, um, that was like my dream. So I was like, well, how can I live out that dream that I had when I was a kid and be that person I promised myself at eight, nine, 10 years old, I was going to be. And so yeah. I was like, well, I'm going to become a writer for, any outlet that will let me. And so I, you know, got an article in Yahoo finance and then I became a contributor for entrepreneur.com. These are all things that anyone can do if they research and and decide that they're going to become their own PR person. I I think we dropped the ball when society puts all these different labels and uh, puts all this stuff on us. We don't believe in ourselves and we drop the ball. You see how you went back to when you were eight, nine, 10 years old, somewhere along those lines, a lot of people, not just for you and I, but for a lot of people, we got lost in that. Yeah. Life happened and we we were told we were supposed to be something that what we wanted to be. Right. Society told us we're supposed to go to college. I'm supposed to be a kindergarten teacher or a a nurse or this or that. And like. We're safe supposed parameters. to be a wife and a mother. I'm going to be honest with you. That's what happened to me. I, I adore my children and I feel like I'm a pretty good wife, but that wasn't my plan. I hear you, sister. I that really wasn't do my hear plan. You. I understand and you. I, I feel you. I, and I, I hear you with that one. To that as yes. it unfolded. And I, I'm blessed. And that was definitely God's plan. Cause I, 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 there's nothing better than being a mom and, and watching them. But let me tell you what is really important to me right now is my kids have these giant dreams. They want to be YouTube stars. He, my mm-hmm. son wants to drive a Lamborghini. Um, <laughs> and I'll be damned if I'm going to be the person to, to squash that for him. He yes. wants a Gucci backpack and all these crazy things. I, I explained to him how he can get it, how he can work, how he can create income, how loans work. I'll, I will be damned if I will be the person to crush his eight, nine-year-old dreams. So yes. that if he wants to go be a writer in New York, I'm going to put him in every writing school. You know, he wants to build video games. I have him in coding classes. You know, I, 
we've got, got my to get girl to a point. In, in coding classes as well. We've um, got to get to a point where we're supporting our children's dreams and not telling them that they can't achieve those dreams because yeah. it's not it's not real. They can. There's nothing that they can't do in this day and age. I mean, if, if YouTube and social media hasn't proved that, you can literally make a million dollars sitting at home behind a computer screen. That's right. On there talking like we're talking now on yeah. YouTube. And people don't realize that. Well, I think they do realize it. But like I say, the, the something got cut off along the way, yep. especially with women. We mm -hmm. got something, we, something happened to us and we got cut off along the way. It's just like, almost to the point that we gave up on ourselves. But ones, mm -hmm. the, the ones that went back and revisited themselves, like you and I, and didn't let anything stop them from their goals. I mean, here we are today and I'm in my, well, I'm not gonna tell my age, but I'm in my <laughs> 40s. <laughs> and here I am starting back up again. My lifelong dream was to be an actress. And I find myself now with, you know, the, the, tragedy that happened in my life, losing my husband from an untimely death, going wow. back to, to grabbing everything that I said that I was going to be when I was a little girl and that yeah. I have on my vision board, getting it now. Yeah. Still helping my family. It's never too late. As long as you're not dead, I live by that. As long as you're yeah. not dead, it's never too late. I tell my mom that all the time. She always tells me what she want to do and how life stopped her and how traumas in her life just, uh, uh, tanked her self-esteem but I always give her encouragement and tell her it's not over until you're over yeah you know I, I feel like and this is probably unhealthy and toxic but I feel like a lot of what drives me is spite and yeah. I, I I talk about this a lot but a lot of what drives me is is throughout my life hearing in the back of my head it's almost like a movie where you like have those little flashback moments in a movie where you can hear someone saying, oh, she can't do that, or she's not able to do that, or that's crazy. Mm -hmm. And I have those moments in my real life, in my head, where I am about to do something, or I want to do something. And I hear those voices telling me that I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not able to do that thing. And boy, nothing drives me harder Ooh. than someone telling me that I can't or I shouldn't do something. I can't. Um, That's me, Brittany. And it I might, hate people it telling might me that I toxic, can't. toxic, but I just love to do it and then be like, huh, look at this. I did it. <laughs> right. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I want to like wrap up my book and mail it to some people that, you know, told me I wasn't going to be anything. Well, I, I, I think that they can Google you end of my biological dad's driveway with my face on it i'm spiteful I, but it feels good what's your birth <laughs> sign Brittany? are you a scorpio what's your birth sign i'm a, I'm a pisces <laughs> oh gosh the emotions of the water sign <laughs> <laughs> you know it just it sometimes it just feels good to be like you were wrong look at me yeah, <laughs> yeah. i get that i'm a scorpio so the water signs we we work off pure emotions we do and uh scorpios you already know they they have like a revenge type of thing once you cross them and pisces are kind of like that too but once you cross them there's no coming back you can't revisit back and say this that and the other and you come back to the same space no we we make our enemies our footstools that's what water yeah, signs do it's I'm, I'm a, I'm a loving person. I love helping people. I, I, anyone who wants to go with me to the top, I've got my arms out, holding them, taking them with me. But that moment that you are like, you know, not supportive of what I'm doing, that is the moment that we can no longer associate because you That's are right. now a roadblock to where I'm trying to go and nothing is going to stop me from what I'm trying to do. And mm. that's the mindset that, has brought me to where I am and will continue to push me to where I'm going. And that's the kind of mindset that female entrepreneurs have to have in order to be successful. Um, and, and it's hard to be, to be that way sometimes. And, but you will let people stop you from living your life, your best life. If you don't start putting distance between you and the people who are crushing your dreams, whether yeah. they think that that's what they're doing or not. It's even like the people who are like, are you sure that's a good idea? Or, you know, maybe you should keep your regular job and try to do this on the side or, or 
man, she's crazy for thinking that that's going to work or anything like that. Even some like side, you know, slide. You know what I call that, Brittany? Crabs in a barrel mentality. Mm -hmm. I'm not going nowhere. And I know that, but I see you're going, but I'm not going to let you go. So I'm going to pull you down with me. I'm going to say all these negative things to try to attack your mind and your mindset so you can second guess yourself. But yeah. That's and why that you're she in you. It can destroy everything that you've already built and anything that you plan to build that, that self doubt. Right. And it happens to me. I'm so lucky because my husband now, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I probably would not be where I am right now. If he, if I hadn't met him after my, my domestic violence situation, because the self doubt that was in me was like yes. toxic and, and awful. And I, I he, mean, I, I identify, I know exactly what you Sometimes say. I'll I be do. like crying, like, I can't do this anymore. This isn't. And he's like, are you kidding? You're a boss. You are the best. And you need someone in your life you that, do. that really like, you know, you know, like when you're dancing in the club and your girlfriends are like, you go girl. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, get it, get it, get it. You need yes. a get it person. In you your do life. need a get it person. I gotta Every, write that. And, get and a someone get it that's person. not get it, get it for clubs or, you know, get it, get it for doing something that's not going to propel you forward. You need a get it person that really believes in you and really thinks that you are going to be successful or wants the same things. And you, I always like, I have a a group on Facebook called my business besties because Mm -hmm. people who are not an entrepreneur, they don't understand. And so you can't expect them to be understanding and supportive because they don't understand because they've never thought like that. So having another person that is in the same field as you or is in their own field, but trying to really you know, go somewhere, you need a person like that, that you can rant to, because I'll tell you one thing, if you call up your, your mom or your brother or someone and say, Hey, this is hard. I'm depressed. This is, I didn't expect it to be like this. And they are not in an entrepreneur mindset. They're going to be like, well, honey, it's okay. You did good. Quit. Go back to work. They're, they're just to trying work. to, they, they don't want to see you hurting. They're not doing anything wrong. Yes. They love you. They don't want you to be upset. So of course they're going to tell you to take the easy way out so that you're not upset and they don't have to listen to it anymore. But you, you know need... what? That's going, that's going back to that mindset again, yeah. but you can't how they were everyone to be in that mindset around you either too. I mean, you, you have can't. to have somebody that you that's can depend you on to, to build you. That's why you have to get self-motivated, get self-disciplined. You have to kind of do these things for yourself. I'm yeah. telling you, it relates to like weight loss. If you you are successful in your business, when you get your mind together, like you say, you want to lose weight, there's no stopping you, Brittany. That's what I'm saying. You have the yeah. proper mindset. This is something that nobody can teach you. Nobody can do for you. You have to do it for yourself. That's why you're a shero, business no. owner, CEO. You wear the cape. Very, very impressive. You see what well, I'm thank saying? You. That's why, you know, I, I what I had to get you on this conversation because you don't find many like you. That's a genuine gem. Thank you. A genuine gem. From the moment I met you, you were ready to roll up your sleeve. Don't stop your podcast. Let me do. Let me help you. You were ready. You were there for yeah. me. And I appreciate that. I really, oh. really do. Well, thank you so much. I, I mean, I'm honored that anybody... I'm always honored. And I, you know, I feel like a lot of times I don't even deserve the recognition that I get, but I'm, I'm always so honored and humbled that people want to hear what I have to say. It means the world to me when a woman who is in a domestic violence situation reaches out to me and like, Hey, I left my abusive husband because of you, or I started my own business because of you. I'm like, Wow. I'll, I'll cry. I'm a cry. Don't make anyway, me I'll cry, be like, girl. You yeah, get ready like, to bring tears to my eyes. I'm like, me? Me? Yeah. I mean, I don't... Are y'all sure? <laughs> yes, I understand. I'm telling you, I identify with you. One other question before I let you go. I just want to give you your accolades. You're bold. You're beautiful. You're courageous. You wear the cape and you wear the crown. You are a true shero. Don't ever stop doing what you're doing for yourself and the people that you impact. Thank you so much, Reggie. You're very, very welcome. You're very, very welcome. You are a Shiro as well. And I'm so honored and thankful for your time and for your amazing podcast. Thank you. I just want to ask you one question. 
and you know we can we can conclude our podcast. I want to let you drop, you know, how people can find you. But I want to ask you from your expertise, from your expertise, what are the areas of concern that minorities need to focus on? I'm talking about really focus on to gain this life of financial freedom and stop giving their time to corporations that they're never gonna ever get rich from. What are the areas that they need to focus on, Brittany? Can you just please yeah. let us drop some gems on us and, mm -hmm. and let us know that? I think that the number one thing, um, and I saw a post the other day and it was a picture of a table. And it said that the table had support from four different legs. And then it showed a picture of a table with one leg. And, you know, how easy is it for that table with one leg to topple over compared to that table that has four legs? You need to find more legs. You need to mm -hmm. find more ways to um, generate income, yeah. no matter what it is. Um, if you have some expertise, if you teach or you like to play basketball and you're really good at basketball or, um, you know, you have this amazing idea or you know how to sew or find a way to turn your expertise into income, whether it's, you know, teaching basketball lessons in person or online or mm -hmm. whether it's sewing something for somebody or teaching other people how to sew, you know, just anything that you can do to create more legs for you so that you are more stable. Wow. And then always, I, you know, of course I'm a credit expert. So building business credit and building personal credit, you will open up doors that you did not know were there for you. Um, that's when my life really began to change when I could walk into a room and know that if I wanted something, I could have it. And it was just up to me to make the right decisions on what I wanted. Um, when you can walk into a dealership and you know you're going to get approved or you're walking in with a pre-approval in your hand, your 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 self-worth changes. Yeah. You'll feel better about yourself when you know yeah. that if you had an emergency and you needed funds, you could get those with, at, a, at a great interest rate. If you, you know, your children will see a change in you when you fix your credit or work on yourself because they are watching what you're doing. Yes. And if you're able to show them that no matter what happens in life to you, you can come back and reinvent yourself. I am not the person I was four years ago. I am not that woman. I was able to completely change who I am, but also keep my own personality you can wear your big hoop earrings and get your nails three inches long and, and, and do anything that you want to do and, and retain your, your personality and your, your person and still be successful. I think yeah. that is the main thing that the minority community struggles with is people don't think that you can listen to rap music and be a successful CEO bull. The judgment okay. aspect of, of society. There, the judgment's gone. Yeah. The, the internet era is here and you can do whatever you want to do. Wow. Just, you just have to start. That's the main important start. thing that everyone should say take that, away from this. Say that again. Just you have to start. start. Just yeah. start. My motto is, and it drives my husband crazy, but my motto is it's better done than perfect. And that's, right. that's how I operate and I get up and I do it. And if I need to redo it, we'll redo it. But it's going to get done the first time real quick. So mm. just start. Just take that leap. Just do that thing. And if you fall on your face and if it messes up, get up and do it again. Every day. Wow. Over and over. See that, people? See that? I told you. I bring nothing but the real to this podcast. <laughs> Not only did she drop gems, she dropped diamonds. Black diamonds <laughs> on you. <laughs> Brittany, tell tell the audience where they can find you uh, on your social media handles and things of that nature. You're going to okay. always forever be my sister. Always. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, you can find me at my website, which is BrittanyBettini.com. Bettini is B-E-T-T-I-N-I. -I. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at Brittany Bettini, on Twitter at Britt Bettini. And on Facebook, Brittany Bettini. Um, so any of those work, I am very 
um, heavily in, involved yes. with social media. So you'll find me. Okay. And she has a lot of different groups that you guys can, you know, join if you're trying yeah, to get your credit right. Yeah, we have a right. Path to 850 personal credit group. We have uh, for female entrepreneurs, we have the My Business Besties group, which is super fun. And we all, you know, just support each other and, and show love in there and bounce ideas off of each other. So um, I'd be happy to have anyone join our group. Um, we do giveaways all the time of cool tech technology devices and such. Okay, there you have it, guys. I mean, I told you I bring you the real here. I'm all about empowering the sheroes of our community. Tell her that you got the information from the She Talk podcast and she'll know exactly who sent you. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you so much. No, thank you, Brittany. I really, really, really appreciate this conversation. Uh, thank you for being my honored guest. And there's more talks to come, people. Until then, stay blessed. All right. Bye, Britt. Bye. Thank you so much, Reggie. You're very welcome. Bye. Bye-bye.